T-minus 20 seconds. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Morning Brew. I have on today Blurred Without Fear. He has previously been on the channel, but if you haven't ever seen him, his link to his channel is in the description. And you cover a lot of X-Men, I noticed. Is that your kind of favorite thing lately? <laughs> yeah, well, it, it, it was, it's, it's kind of always, it's kind of always been my favorite thing, but like, it's something that. I noticed people really enjoyed listening to me talk about, so I just kind of stuck with it. And uh, there, there's other stuff that I like to cover too. But uh, oh yeah, a lot, a lot of my favorite books are are sadly uh, either ended or about to come to an end. Uh, so, so like Venom uh, and Immortal Hulk, uh, Venom already ended. It's about to relaunch. I think Immortal Hulk. Right. One more issue uh, uh, in the can before. I think comes out in the next week or so before that's done. So, <laughs> so it's like all my favorite stuff is. is oh no! <laughs> but new Let favorite get stuff this... is coming in. <laughs> yes, exactly. Let me get this super chat, and um, then we'll talk a little bit more. Um, thank you so much, Raymond. By the way, unfortunately, I can't stick around. I just wanted to say hi, but I hope you have a fun stream and wonderful day. You too, Raymond. Thank you so so much. I really appreciate it. So, what do you think of the new the um what is it 10 deaths and 10 something yeah it's like 10 deaths and 10 lives of wolverine or something that it's really weird because i feel like wolverines died more times than most characters <laughs> so i guess right? I mean, if they can make it interesting you know it, it's uh that's fine but uh i as as some may know i love x-men but I don't love everything X-Men. <laughs> there are some books I that I avoid and, and I'm I'm not I'm not gonna uh, uh beat a baby seal to death because it's been done enough, but uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> but, but there are a couple there are two or three different books I just kind of nah I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I do know. Isn't Ram V you said about liking Venom? What do you think about Ram V coming to the Venom title? That it all depends on how it's going to play out because the thing that has my curiosity is it's supposed to focus on you know because we we know Eddie is you know you know, quoting fingers technically not like he is Venom but he's not Venom at the same right. time and uh, Dylan his son uh, that Donnie Cates introduced uh, a couple of years back he is supposed to technically be you know, the next. The new Venom. So I'm actually really just curious to see how that plays out. Cause yeah, are they doing two writers also? Yeah, because it's well, it's it's Ram V and it's also uh Al Ewing. Yeah. Uh so Donnie Cates and Al Ewing basically traded books. Uh because Al Ewing was on Immortal Hulk, now he's going to that, and now Donnie Cates is going to Hulk. <laughs> so it's just like here, you have this. Okay, cool. I'll yep. <laughs> so I would say I would say that I I trust Ram V to do a good job. He's a yeah. 
he's a hell of a writer lately. Yeah, no, that that's that, that's kind of what's kept me uh, interested. I'm like, dude, how do you follow up Donny Cates? <laughs> how do you follow up that? Yeah, that's gonna be a. Oh, I don't want to be the that's guy. That's gonna be really you know? hard. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, hey, you want to follow up Donny Cates on his? Nah, I'll, I'll take, I'll, <laughs> I'll take something else. Uh, do, do you have, do you have anything available on, on, uh, uh, you know, some other book? Uh, I don't know. Just throw one at me. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, I was kind of sad though, cause um, I like Ram V a lot, and his Catwoman run has been mm -hmm. so good. And then he said he was leaving. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like. <laughs> Oh, I don't know who's coming back. I don't know. Who's, well, that and Justice League Dark. So I'm like, really? Like, <laughs> I get why you don't maybe want to do the backup story. I get yeah. that. But it's Catwoman has been so dang good. I'm curious to see. I wonder if they'll put like maybe Joel Jones back on it. I don't know. I, I mean, if you put Joel Jones back on it, I wouldn't be upset about that because I, I like Joel. No, Jones. I, I like her a lot. That's, a, that's like, like right now. Um, Joel Jones is actually like kind of one of the few, uh, one of the few uh, creatives in the industry, which I think this is an amazing thing, uh, a feather in their cap more than anything else that they literally kind of do it all. Like, you know, yeah, not just, the, not just the art, but the writing, you know, you know, vice versa, all that other stuff. And I'm like, like if you, if you get a, if you get Joel Jones on a book, you're going to get a good book. Like period. <laughs> yeah. Have guaranteed. you been following Wonder Girl at all? Yes. Uh I actually I really I like Wonder Girl. I didn't think I would. Um like I've that art I, though. Oh yeah, no, the the art is like well that's historically speaking, I've been very down on DC lately. Uh but like like there's like maybe a couple of books here that I'm like, okay, yeah, these are good. That's other stuff I can't get with. I'm I'm tired of Batman. I'm Batman now. <laughs> I don't I don't want any more Batman. I could I could live in a world without Batman, but I could. How dare you? <laughs> it's like, just like, it's like, man, could, I can't miss Batman if he doesn't go away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, and, and it's like, it's like, I got excited because they're like, oh, hey, by the way, you're, you're Batman. He's he, push him to the back. It's like, nah, he's still got seven other books out. So he's not gone. Right. But, uh, <laughs> um, but no, I really liked what Joel Jones is doing with. Uh, with Wonder Girl, that was actually one of the few DC Future State books that I was really into, and uh, yeah, oh, yeah. I, I would put Joel Jones on on anything. Yeah, she's fantastic. I um, they're they're getting rid of Batman. They're doing that Shadows of the Bat where they get rid of them, but like, you know, it's not gonna last, right? Yeah. And then you, we've got like so many black label books, like the oh. ones coming out from Jack, the ones coming out from. I think the guy for, that's actually doing the movie. And then we've got the one from Liam yeah. Sharp. But the Liam Sharp book is holy crap. <laughs> like yeah. it's haunting. It is so good. It but that that art, oh our Garth Ennis, I guess, is the writer, but the yeah. art like makes that. Oh my god, it's yeah. beautiful. I'm scared of a Garth Ennis Batman. I really am. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. If, yeah, I'm not sure how familiar anyone else is with Garth Ennis's work, but a great, great writer. I take nothing away from him, but man, sometimes his books are hard to read. Uh, not because they're bad, but because the subject matter. Like if he's doing his own thing, like if he's doing like the boys, 
or like preacher, <laughs> yeah, or something like that. Like, like I always tell people, like, you know, the boys and pre- like not so much preacher. The boys was one of those books that, like, the further it went, the the more I needed counseling uh, <laughs> after each issue. I was just like, oh god, this is stuff to read. Rough. Yeah, it's like honestly, I that's I just I tell people I, that's why I think the TV show is is is, is better because it's easier for me to watch. <laughs> right? They fix a lot of the the craziness like i i remember reading that and i'm like i can't i can't watch him eat any more babies i'm just i'm good with that like it was i when then when they announced it i'm like how how are you gonna do this how right and then they they, i think they improved upon it greatly like the boys shows really good Mm. oh no it's it's a it's a it's honestly it's probably changed a, a lot of how i think people view like superhero like television uh, right, just because you you can do like there's certain things you can do now uh, with those. Like, I mean, a character like Homelander would not probably not go not you know be as interesting. Uh, you know, a few years ago, like back, like like go back to the beginning of like the Arrowverse. You know, I don't think you could you couldn't have got away with that. No one would have like bought into that. No way. You know, like, oh, e- like dude's basically evil. You jackass Superman. Okay, yeah, all right. <laughs> that that'll that'll get people watching. Yeah, <laughs> now you can get away with it. <laughs> I know there there's so many cape shows though that I would say mm. that one is pretty well crafted. That one and have you watched Why the Last Man at all? Yes, yes. Uh, oh I my god, I love it. Came out this this. I haven't uh, either. Previous Sunday, but the 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 first four episodes. I'm just like, wow. Like, okay, all right. <laughs> this is we're we're going all in. Okay, let's go. All right. Yeah, I, I I love like I was worried because it was in production for so long, right? Mm. And I like Brian K. Vaughn. Like, I'd love to see a saga, but saga would never work on the screen. Ever. It's an amazing no. even on HBO, I don't think you could. Like, if you had oh, I don't know, maybe you know what? You know, let me say it because maybe it'll happen. You could never pull that show off on even on HBO. I don't even think HBO has the balls to, to do something that crazy. Uh, please be be able to have the balls to do something that crazy. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I would love to. I would love to see it. But yeah, that is going to be one of his easy one of his easier works to pull off. Uh, you know, just I, I will say this: I haven't read the comic since it you know originally ran. Right, so my memory was fuzzy on a lot of you know details about it. And I didn't want to reread it. Cause I was like, nah, I want to, you know, I just want to go in cold and, you know, just kind of go off of memory. And I was like, man, I don't remember your being this much of a terrible human being. Like Jesus, this guy's a man child. <laughs> and then yeah, I was like, kind of a pansy. yeah. <laughs> well, like then I went back and looked, I was like, Oh yeah. He was actually kind of a, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was actually kind of a jerk. Never mind. The, <laughs> the only thing I'm a little worried about is when I um I watched, I think it was Grace Randolph's like spoiler free review, and she said that uh Dr. Man was kind of annoying. And I'm like, yeah, that that's completely opposite of the comics. A little worried about that, but yeah. So, so far it's been like obviously it's very political, but I well, kind of yeah. love it. <laughs> yeah, no, well, and, and you know what? I think the you know that's kind of the that's kind of the beauty of uh, you know something like this is that like 
you really like okay so i'm sitting down watching this you know uh with my wife who's you know she's never read the comic she doesn't have any uh uh frame of reference and you know kind of right. into it, like the, the more it went on the, it actually opened up some conversations just you know on based on the fact that it's like because the first thing that you know, when i was kind of you know Show, like kind of telling her the premise of it she was like well that just doesn't seem you know like something very plausible i mean she was like yeah you, you could still technically the world could move on for the most part you know up to a point and you know it would just collapse like you know overnight and i was like but you just gotta see how it happens and then once she like yep. actually saw how quick everything happened she was like yeah now that makes sense now <laughs> yeah absolutely and i and one thing i thought they did really really good which i was a little worried about is how they were going to carry on with trans characters and how yeah. they were going to explain that there was very little explanation but you understood exactly what was going on and i thought mm -hmm. it was awesome i thought they yeah. did a great job with that well it's like said, and it's funny you mentioned that because uh i didn't say anything uh when it when you know about anything that was going to happen beyond you know the the you know, the the main selling point of the show and right my yeah you know, i'm sitting here and i'm not just watching this with my wife i'm watching this with my with uh my son who's trans and they were kind of oh okay yeah then they're like yeah they they, they they followed along with it they're like that this all makes sense so like this is th these are things that are happening that you know Okay, yeah, I see where the where the problem is. I see where yep. you know, where where the conflict is now coming in. Where it's like, oh, wait a minute, there's still men. Wait, there's still men around, but and like, you know, wait a minute, but but are they are they men? Or are they trans men? Like, what are the what are trans people having to uh like like the whole thing where they were showing like uh you see the vials of testosterone laying uh, on the yep. table, and you're like, okay, yeah, I see now where the conflict is for a trans character. Uh, yeah, you know, who is still alive after all this? And it's like, oh man, dude, it, it it hits hard. It it hits incredibly hard. I didn't expect and, them yeah. to go and then, direct us with it. <laughs> well, and then you feel like so bad for that character. He's trying to do everything he can for Hero, mm -hmm. and trying to do survive him himself. And it's like, yeah. wow, like that was yeah. really, really well well orchestrated. When initially yeah. people were like, oh god, what are you gonna do? Well, that's the thing too. Uh, the 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 trans character uh, Sam uh, is a completely new character. Like this is yeah. somebody that was from the comics, and and also to their credit, I forgot how much of a hot mess uh, a hero was. Uh, you, know, I, I don't think Hero was as bad, and I don't remember Hero being as bad in the comics. But no, uh, I don't think yeah, she was. He, yeah, but Hero was in the show is a hot mess, uh, like a whole hot mess, and it's just like. Like the whole time, I'm just like, oh man, Sam, just go ahead and leave, just leave, <laughs> man. Just... <sighs> Dude, you, you don't need this. You, you you're better than this. You you deserve better. You 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 should have just left with your friends. <laughs> I know. I totally get in that. They kind of changed that beginning mm. part, right? Which mm. was super shocking when um she was sleeping with the guy in the ambulance. <laughs> I did not expect her to accidentally do that, and I was like holy shit like it yeah. hit hard it was like yes he would have died anyway but he still yeah. died at her hands but like mm -hmm. some of the changes they made really improved upon it well it also yeah and this goes to show how good you know, how tight the storytelling is is that 
there's a point that at that, that point where like the cop shows up and like is within like a a, a, a short and curly hair yep. of discovering that she has murdered somebody the whole time, knowing exactly what was gonna happen. I still kind of felt like, oh my god, dude, is he gonna catch right. her? Is he gonna catch her? It is like, oh no, never mind. <laughs> It was so good, though. Like, I, that, it, I mean, it's not a superhero show, right? But it's still right. a comic book show, and it yeah. really did a good job. Speaking of uh, comic book shows, when we get to knock Tara and talk about that, I, I think that was designed a little bit for Netflix, but don't get me wrong. It's fantastic. But Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, there's certain things you can look at and you can tell. This was, this might have, either this was written <laughs> to, be more easily adapted to in, into like a movie or television show or sometimes you'd be like this was a script somebody pitched and like it just didn't get picked up like mm -hmm. like like it's which to be fair uh not Tara and this this like I said this, that that isn't a knock or anything um it's just that good that I could see it as a as a TV show like oh, I could, absolutely I could see it just like like honestly if it if it was like you know the next big like streaming show on television and like everybody's like oh my god dude did you see not tear like you know, kind of like the way people used to talk about game of thrones or the way people would talk about like you know all these other shows like i could easily see people like yeah man dude not tear was lit last night like I, I can see people saying that like this is a conversation i can imagine people having like oh my god what's gonna happen to you know, you know so and so and blah 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 and, you know whatever well you oh know it god. got picked up right Yes, yes. I don't yes. know for what, but I just know it got picked it's, up. Well, yeah, it's well, and the thing is, I saw it coming like like from the first issue. I was just like, Yeah, somebody's gonna get this. <laughs> it's too good. The comic is too good uh to not be. Like, I would I would honestly I would have been I would have been surprised if it would have taken you know longer than a few more months. Uh, you know, oh, for somebody yeah. to get their hands on this. I mean, just it's honestly, it's probably it's probably one of Scott Snyder's like best comics. Uh, yeah, like since like, Court was, of Owls. Yeah, like and that and that was like God. Oh man, that was forever ago. <laughs> it does feel <laughs> like, like a long time ago. ago. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, like because I'm just I'm 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 cataloging in my head like when that was. I'm just like. Oh my God! Yeah, that was like early New Fifty Two. Uh huh. Oh God, I feel old. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that's so. Yeah. Well, another one that got picked up recently too was Department of Truth, and really, oh my gosh, that's that title is probably my favorite out right now, and because I love mm. that weird like. You go down a rabbit hole, then you go down yeah. another one, and what could be there, and what could happen, and is the government lying, and it, it, <laughs> is it the who's lying to you? Like I love that weird crap, and yeah. I am so I I don't know where it's gonna go, but that one's gonna be I think almost harder. Well, the shades will be hard, but I think yeah. that one's gonna be a little bit harder. Well, yeah, because you also got to think about like, and this is the thing I think people never really consider when it comes to like, you know, what what can and cannot make a good, uh, you know, uh, you know, TV show, you know, you take like trying to adapt a comic is it like sometimes it's just the premise, the, the 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 there's there's the premise and there's sometimes even little subtle things that are difficult to translate. 
I think you could. I think it can be very easily, uh, you know, done with the if they get the if they have the right creative, uh, team, you know, crafting the story and mm-hmm. adapting it. It can happen because I mean, hell, if you would have told me ten, you know, five five years ago or however, uh, that uh, Lovecraft Country would have been adapted into a HBO television series, I would have laughed. Right, right, but they. You got you 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 got for one the right creative team who came in. They adapted it, did what they needed to do, and they they turned it into something that actually fit the screen and did it really well. You can it can be done. Just yeah, you just got to get the right people involved. Got to get the right exactly. People. It, it's kind of a good time to be a comic book fan. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, just it really comic. is. Yeah, every comic you read right now could potentially be the next big TV show, the next big movie. Uh, there's movies and TV shows out right now most people don't know. Like, I'm talking about Why the Last Man. There's a lot of people who don't know it was based, you know, on a comic. Oh, yeah. Or Sweet going Tooth. Through this, you know, like that. Yeah, uh, Sweet Tooth, was, that was another one. Like, a, that was a lot of people I knew that were like, oh, that was a comic? Oh, okay. It was kind uh-huh. of similar. <laughs> they made it, it was like Sweet yeah. Tooth with Disney. Yeah, it, it was, it wasn't full-on sweet <laughs> yeah exactly like i was like where's the darkness where's the gritty like <laughs> it was and so you know, different it wasn't bad it wasn't horrible no, or anything no, but it was no. different it, it it's just yeah it was a very it was a big tonal shift that i think still played in his favor i think i i part of me does wonder though if they would have embraced some of the 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 darker uh, uh, narratives and tones. I wonder if people would have gotten into it as much. But I, I don't know. A part of me still kind of lives in that old school mindset that like, oh, it's because you know a kid. There was a kid involved, so they probably just decided that. Well, we'll just you know kind of skew this way just in case because you know kid you know kids might watch it and we don't want to you know have them up you know, having nightmares and being freaked out or you know whatever something or, or whatever something silly and it like made that. it available to a wider audience for sure oh yeah definitely and, and that's a lot of times that is cuz let's be fair a lot of a lot of the time what they're trying to get you to do is go back and read that comic <laughs> you know they're trying oh, to make yeah, money and, sure. and make a tv show but they also kind of want you to go well you know now you know this comes from somewhere and now you can go and you can you know, go look at that that comic. Go check out that comic over there. This is you know loosely based on. <laughs> yeah, loose. That was funny because when um Jupiter's Legacy came out, mm. I always like to do a review and then do a review where I compare it to the comics, and I'm like eight pages. I have eight pages to work with here. Like mm. there, you didn't explore the comic. What happened? No. Ju- Jupiter's Legacy is Jupiter's Legacy in name only. Exactly. Um, I, and you know what? I don't want to be this guy, but uh, I feel like this is very, like, a, uh, this is a common thread uh, that I feel like this happens almost every time with any property uh, that came out of the head of, um, um, what was it, Mark Millar? Like, this is like, uh-huh. you know, like, you look at Wanted. Wanted literally is like the first, like they took two pages of the first issue of Wanted, made a movie. Uh, <laughs> and that was it. There was nothing else. Oh, to yeah. Do with. 
um the the bullet curving was like the least interesting thing about uh, <laughs> the, the wanted comic um and then you you look at uh, kick-ass was probably closer to right. what the initial source material was but even that even elements of that was a a departure uh you know from the comic and it's just like i just feel like anytime that anything that mark millar has ever been attached to if he gets ad adapted it's only going to be adapted like maybe a teensy weensy bit and everything else is just going to be new is, is what i've just come to assume um but yeah juber's legacy was rough for me i just i didn't i was just like y'all had so much to work with y'all had i know y'all and, and i even said this when i saw the first trailer i said people are going to go into this show thinking that this is going to be like injustice <laughs> and people are just going to be beating asses the whole show and then when they find out it's a talking heads uh comic yep uh they're gonna be pissed <laughs> it was like one one good action scene in the in the first episode yeah like first i episode. was so disappointed with that one it's not only that i just i realized i don't like the utopian when I when I watched that, <laughs> I was like, I'm ready for this dude to die. Like, I was like, can we please hurry up and just kill this dude off? Dude. I know, and it's like you don't <sighs> get it, and it's like, oh my god, what what is going on in this world? Like, I just, <laughs> I do have a question from you from the chat though for you. Okay. Yeah. Um, what? Ask him which does he? Would he rather see for an adaptation, a one to one, a thematic adaptation, etc.? It feels like fans are demanding more one on one when it's not feasible. Uh, you know what? Now this is gonna sound. Um, this is gonna make me sound like a huge hypocrite because I literally just got done talking about you, know, uh, Millar, and you know how they adapt uh, his stuff. I actually don't want one to one. Yeah. However. I want the vibe, the tone, the 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 characters to be accurate. I don't care if the story is uh, as much. I mean, I do and I don't like like case in point. Um, a ways ways back, uh, you know, I remember the. You know, I'm pretty sure we all painfully remember that there have been two different adaptations of the Dark Phoenix. Uh, saga oh right celluloid <laughs> neither of which any of us should remember but <laughs> it, it just i'm not saying that you have to adapt the dark phoenix panel for panel shot for shot word for word but you should at least have the same tone uh in mind like i don't think that every you don't have to hit every single solitary beat one of my biggest examples is the movie sin city I love Sin City. I think it's a great movie. But it's not a movie I can watch over and over again. Like, every right. time I watch it, I like it less because I've read the comics. And literally, right. Sin City is one for one, shot for shot. I remember they, that was one of the things they bragged about was that, oh, we didn't even do storyboards uh, for this. We just used the comic. And yeah, that's yeah. how we planned our shots. And that's why it's so comic accurate. That means I know how it's gonna end. Exactly. You know, I, I, you, you gotta, like, you, you, like I said, it's the, it's the characters. If you, if you give me a Batman movie, I want Batman to be Batman. I don't want Batman to be you know, some half-ass version of himself. 
Exactly. I don't, yeah, it doesn't have to be, you don't have to 100% adapt the long Halloween or, uh, you know, the killing joke or Nightfall. But if you're going to do it, if you're going to have a movie called Batman Nightfall, I expect Batman's back to get broken at some point. That's right. not the only thing I'm going to be like, God, they didn't even break his back. Jesus. <laughs> that, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I don't want to see another good example. Well, sort of good example would be Invincible. Like, yeah. I knew what right. was happening. I knew what was right. coming. I knew what they moved things around a little mm. bit, but not enough to like trip me up. Right. So I knew right. what was going to happen. And I was able to do, you know, talk about what's probably going to happen yeah. in the next season. So it's like, mm. I, I like the feeling, the aura, everything being similar, but don't do one to one. I don't want to know exactly every plot point. It's boring right. then. It well, it, not only that, it just it's not only is it boring, it's incredibly lazy. Like, like yeah, I, oh and, yeah, and, and it, I don't, and I'm not trying, like once again, not trying to you know shit on you, know, uh, uh, Robert Rodriguez for Sin City or you know Zack Snyder for Watchmen. Uh, but the thing is, you have an opportunity to do something different, and it is incredibly difficult to do what they did with those movies to make them as comic accurate. Uh, as they oh, as they yeah. are, but it also doesn't take as much creativity, you know, to do what they did. They literally just looked as, a, yeah. It, basically, they traced. Yep. <laughs> they yeah, traced that's exactly right. That's about <laughs> that's about the best way to put it. Yeah, it's like, but you could have told me something different. You could have added your like. I want to like. I I want to also see that director's vision. Yes. Uh, mixed in there, and and for better or worse. Sometimes that does not always work out, <laughs> but I yeah, rather than take that's a chance. very true. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, take a chance, though. I would rather yes. take a chance and 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 fail than to just give me a paint by numbers, uh, uh, you know, thing that I I already know how it's gonna end. I know how Invincible is gonna end, but I still enjoyed every episode because yeah, oh yeah, it was mixed up. It, it was kind of flipped around. Like I spent the whole show like, okay, well, when is all right. Well, when when are, when are they going to have the talk? When are they going to have the moment where it hasn't happened yet? I'm yeah. Wait, wait. Why is this already happening? This doesn't happen to way like oh my god, what's <laughs> going on? It made me think that I was you know may, maybe I didn't remember uh, the Invincible comics as well as I thought I did. And I was like, no, I do. Just y'all y'all remixed it a little bit. That's cool. It, exactly. Um. I, yeah. I thought it, I thought he did a good job. I thought it was um. Oh, I, I, because I had just read it, I think was my problem. I think if you, you know, something's announced, you got to stay away from that property for a little bit, because yeah. if not, you're going to be, you're going to be more nitpicky. You know what I when mean? You, but that's also difficult to do too, because, you know, it's not like when you Invincible's coming, it wasn't like they weren't like, Hey, guess what? We got, we got Invincible on sale over here. We got it. We got totally, we totally got Amazon show. Get ready. Come out. You, you, you want, you want to go read it? Like they're they going to put it in your face. Um, it's, it's kind of like how, um, when the, uh, what was it? When Captain America Civil War came out, like all of a sudden there were like new hardback trades of, uh, Civil War. <laughs> I was like, hey, right? did you, did you read Civil War? Hey, you want to go read Civil War? Come on. Did you miss it? Come on, come on in. Go and read it. It's not going to be anything like it, but go ahead and just read it anyway. <laughs> you know, they, for Invincible, when I was looking at the numbers to do a video, it, it sold incredibly well. Oh, yeah. 
people, it got people like, I was shocked. Yo, yeah. yeah. It got people interested. I, I think Invincible, I would, you know, grant it's apples and oranges because they're not the same type of show. But I would right. wager you got more people to go back and read Invincible than you got people to go back and read The Boys. And oh, yeah. The Boys is an incredibly popular show. But oh, like, yeah. I don't think people were just like in droves like, man, I really need to go read that boy, the boys comic. That That's, I'm a, yeah, yeah, I need to do that. But I know tons of people who are like, who people who aren't even comics people. Like, I know people who don't even really care about comics, but they saw that show and they were like, hmm, you know, there might be something to this Invincible Kid. Yeah, maybe I'll, maybe I'll go check that out, you know, because it, it's a cape show, but it's not your typical Case. exactly and yeah. if you can get a normie interested in like that yeah. you're doing your job correctly well, and, and that's what they want and like it, it's it's the thing i keep telling people the job of someone making a comic book movie or television show is i mean yeah they want to get people who like the comic to like it right but the general audience the people who don't read comics or people who aren't familiar with comics, people who don't have the extensive knowledge uh, about comics that you or I or anyone in the chat or anyone else in the world might have about comics, they, they, that's not who they're speaking to. They right. want to get you, you John, John and Jane Q public, you know, to to come to the movie theater or to sit down at their couch and spend time watching what they made, and then maybe. Hopefully, as a as a as a gateway, like with Invincible, get you to maybe go down that rabbit hole. Maybe maybe you start buying the Invincible comics. Maybe you get one of the because I think they have like I think it's three compendiums. It's all collected now. Yeah. Uh, you can maybe maybe you'll go buy one or two or, or all three of those compendiums. Maybe you'll maybe you'll buy some Invincible merch. Maybe you'll go buy some action figures because I, I don't know. Maybe you're a collector all of a sudden. Maybe maybe you'll buy a Funko Pop. I don't know. Maybe you'll cosplay as Invincible or Adam Eve or uh, or, or you know, Omni Man or somebody. Exactly. I don't know, that's what they want. That is the ultimate end goal. And of course, to make money. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> but all those things, all those things, even the cosplay stuff, that's free advertisement for them, right? Yeah. Because it's exactly. going to get people talking. I saw a lot. I mean, I've, I've only been to a couple of cons, uh, you know, since you know, restrictions kind of lightened up. Right. But uh, I know when I went to Dragon Con, I saw a lot of Invincibles, a lot of Adam Eves, and a lot of Omni Man. That's so cool. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's yeah, so, so cool, though. Their, oh, yeah. And that's the thing. That's what they wanted. That's what they wanted. I, I saw a lot of Lokis too. Don't get me wrong. I saw more Lokis than anything else. But I saw a lot more Invincibles than I used to. <laughs> it was like That's Invincible. So was cool. like, oh, I might see Invincible every once in a while. Maybe. But now it's like they're everywhere now. So, yeah, that that kind of happened with the Suicide Squad too. I remember that Halloween. Yeah. Every single person was Joker and Harley. Yeah. Like, wow. <laughs> Joker. Like It was It was a ton, tons of Jokers, tons of Harleys. Um, I was, and that was, that was, a that was about it. But I will say this after this last suit, the, the suicide squad, I actually saw Rick flag or two. 
Oh yeah, something I've never seen. And like, I don't mean like 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 your know, Rick Flag for before. I'm talking about literally. They had the little yellow shirt just like in the last movie. Like everything, it was just like I was like, oh my god, like dude, Rick Flag is Rick Flag becoming a household name? What is <laughs> that? Awesome. You? you know, like like what earth am I on right now? Is this- <laughs> <laughs> exactly. What did you think of the Suicide Squad compared to the first? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's really not really funny. a comparison but <laughs> well well it's it's it, well it's hilarious to me because i don't hate the first suicide squad i don't either <laughs> <laughs> like i actually like uh, uh, let me let me be clear it is not a good movie <laughs> but it is a fun movie and i have fun watching it i think it's is it is it my suicide squad hell no but it is right. hilarious to me just how much of a music video it is that just it's it's hilarious it's fun yeah yeah right it's and that's the thing sometimes a movie could just be fun i love a lot of dumb shit like it just (laughs) like i know like i'm like for those who don't i'm a horror movie guy love horror movies bad good middle of the road old corny schlocky new doesn't matter my wife has the worst job on earth and that's sitting next to me while i'm going down nostalgia road watching old horror movies that i used to see on cinemax when i was like seven uh that i should not have been watching that are awful and then she just gives me this ugly dirty look every time it's over she's just like (laughs) that was a thing we just did so yeah so yeah i like a lot of dumb shit but i loved the the first one but i also loved the second one for completely different reasons. Yes, exactly. It, it, it's, it's not like Suicide yeah. Squad, though. Yeah, well, it, right. I, I was like, dude, this is like honestly, if you, if I, if you would have tricked me, if you would have tricked me into thinking like you somehow like reconnected all my senses and mixed them up, I would have thought I was reading a comic. <laughs> yeah, and they even had like the, <laughs> they even had like the subtitles, which was cool. Yeah. Well, and, and it's it's also funny too because you made Peacemaker. A character I've never cared about. Uh huh. Interesting. You made that character. I've never cared about Polka Dot Man. You made Polka Dot Man interesting. I couldn't give two shits about Rat Catcher one or two, and yet here I am thinking about how, oh, it's so cute that she just sleeps all the time and she's got a cute <laughs> little mouth, and you know, it's just like, yeah, you made me care about characters I should not care about. Like blood I loved Ratcatcher too. I yeah. thought she was a great addition. Well, because she she brought heart. She brought yes. heart to the uh to the story. You you made me care about you know, Rick Flag, who normally I couldn't give two shits about. Uh, right. You know, and that's whether it's in the comics or in any other movie uh, other than this one. And uh yeah, you 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 threw away all the stuff that didn't work from uh the first movie. And you just maximize on the strengths of you know James Gunn. And like I always tell people, if if you are the least bit hesitant about that movie, the first 15 minutes alone will set the tone for you. Oh yeah. Um there's probably like the probably the only complaint I have about the movie is that I kind of felt like they could have maybe either done something different with that one part with Harley. Um, because I felt like it, like, and I, I kind of get why it happened because you know there was no communication between. Oh, right, right. 
and James Gunn doing this. Like they, there's yep. no like, hey, we're doing this, so you maybe want to do this. So it kind of just felt weird and out of place. <laughs> but but I still loved Harley as a whole because it's like, yeah, I was like, this is probably the closest Harley has been to being Harley. Actually, actual Harley. <laughs> exactly. Let me get this super chat real quick. Comics okay. by the numbers. We are going to do a video together. I absolutely great channel. Very smart person. Yes. The direct market audience is oriented towards a college educated, highly detailed potential audience. Why would how could they change that now? Oh boy, that's a toughie. Oh. Well, I think the target audience, I think they know their target audience. I think they're trying, attempting to kind of evolve. And I think they're doing a good job with it for the most part. We see a lot of um, evolution as far as DC goes when we've got, Mm. you know, now we've got um, Aqua Boy, you know, having his own, or Aqua Lad. Sorry. Aqua Lad, yeah. Well, to be fair, I think there was an Aqua Boy at one point. (laughs) But yeah, Aqua, yeah, uh, Jackson Hyde, uh, yeah, having his title, and then we've got the other title coming out that's gonna have Arthur in it. So we're seeing like a mix of everything that they have with their strong points. But the problem I think with uh comics isn't necessarily that they don't know their target audience because I feel like they do, I feel like they miss out on that YA market very, very strongly. Yeah. Yes. The, it's it, it's it's a difficult thing because if you're you have to be able to come up with some kind of a story that's going to speak to those audiences. Um and let's be fair, it's very difficult to get that audience to mm-hmm. go read Batman. Uh, exactly. And, and feel like they can relate to a playboy billionaire philanthropist who moonlights as a guy running around dressed up like a bat and (laughs) mercilessly beating criminals who are not well (laughs) to a bloody pulp it just it's that that's going to be a hard uh barrier for entry and i think that's why you have uh some of these uh these you, you get certain certain characters just lend themselves better uh than others i think that if you Case point, like you mentioned, Jackson Hyde. You, you've got uh, Aqualad kind of taking over, you know, uh, you know, getting his, getting his own thing, and you could maybe double down on that by, well, I, and I guess technically they now have the Titans, which I kind of count Titans as you know, uh, um, something that could be geared at young adult. Oh yeah, but um, but sometimes I think people when they like people have this really difficult time distinguishing. Teen Titans from Titans. Right. <laughs> so, so, so just like, watch the show. You'll be up. able to tell the difference. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You'll you'll see it immediately. Uh, but I also feel like, you know, if you go over to like the Marvel side of things, it's like they have younger characters that you could get behind. But, you know, it's one of those situations, too, where sometimes those characters, and it's the same for DC, too, in some respects. Sometimes those characters live in the shadow of the characters that they're spun off from. Yep. Um, like I like I'll, I'll usually say like you know some standouts would be like Miss Marvel, you know Kamala Khan and you know Miles Morales as Spider Man, but then you also have other characters who are kind of derivative of other characters, and sometimes people just like oh no, I'll just read the other character, uh, you know, yep. or, or something yep, like that. Yep, exactly. 
Um, I think another thing they need to do is, um, well, basically, right now, today, we had the release of Raven and Beast Boy, right? Those yes. are two characters that are really good for a younger audience. Actually, mm-hmm. you know, even putting Donna Troy in there, some of the, the Teen Titans, yeah. those putting them in YA novels to begin with, yeah. and then, you know, letting the letting the you know kids grow up with it, letting mm-hmm. them be able to kind of do that, you know, weird transition from a YA novel to an actual floppy. I think that's really smart. Yeah. They also did um Oh, the they did a Beast Boy one and a Raven one, but they also did Oracle Code, which I read. Okay. It was really good. <laughs> like yeah. I was surprised how good it was. Yeah, and that's the thing. I feel like okay, so sometimes we get these uh, uh these books that are clearly geared to younger audience, and I think that's where the disconnect is for me. And you know, and granted, these stories aren't for me because they're not geared you know towards me. But I usually right. feel like the ones that are geared at the younger audiences, I feel like the stories aren't as compelling or as good sometimes as Titans Academy. In, <laughs> right? Yeah. See, I, there you go. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I feel like a lot of times it's like, man, I feel like you you you, you were you got the right idea, but maybe you know, skew this way a little bit more maybe maybe go that way a little you know maybe a little bit more maybe maybe that might change some things but yeah i i mean i see the books out there it's just that i don't think that people i don't i don't think the the quality of the stories are are always uh 100% um uh there i feel like you know, it, it it almost kind of feels like oh you're putting the c squad on this yeah uh, exactly you know? And I, I think um, with uh, anime and manga that yeah. because it goes so fast, fast to, you know, and there's mm-hmm. so much out there. Anime, it's cool. Like yeah. for kids, it's cool now, like to mm-hmm. love that kind of stuff. So that audience is already kind of spoken for. You have to yeah. really try with those YA books or you're not going to get that audience. Because right. we're as comic fans right now, we're we're an aging demographic, right? So yeah. you've got to figure out something, and it and and I think it's really hard. It's a hard situation, but it's got to be mm. done because yeah, we grew up with them. We yeah. we've continued to love them, and now it's like, well, you know, you've got you've got to not just concentrate on us. And I think the right. Cami Garcias and stuff of the world can do that. It just takes some time. Yeah. Well, I'll even say too, like it, it's one of those situations, like it's not even a matter of like it being like an either or thing either. Like, like mm-hmm. you can, like I know plenty, like for case of point myself, uh, I can use myself an example. I like anime. I like manga. Right. I love comics. Yeah. Like I can do both. I can walk into bubble gum at the same time. Uh, <laughs> you know, but a lot of people, they, they, they kind of have this mentality like, Oh, well, no, you can only like one or the other. And, and I'm not even just saying people who That's weird. Them, even, but even people who like actually enjoy these things. Like I actually know some people who like, they read, they read manga, they watch anime and they're like, no, nah, I don't do uh, American comics. Like they're like, it's just like, it's like a hard stop. There's like, Nope, don't <laughs> do it at all. Like I, it, it, it's almost like it, they almost kind of come off like one of those, uh, uh, like one of those truth, um uh PSAs were you know like the real truth behind <laughs> yeah. like no I just I just don't no it's drugs I don't want it and it's oh like, my gosh can, like but 
I, I will say, I kind of feel like yeah, is you have like your My Hero Academia crowd. I'm like, I know some guys are like, oh man, I love My Hero Academia. It's like, oh, what are you reading like superhero comics? Like, no, nah, I don't like superhero comics. Okay. Okay. Right. Like, All I right. feel like My Hero is very <laughs> similar to the X Men. It would be an it, easy yeah. transition. Right. Well, and, and here's the thing: the creator of My Hero uh, Academia, uh, um. Uh, what was it Kohei uh, Horikoshi? He is an avid superhero fan. That's why My Hero Academia translates. Oh, that makes a lot so of well. sense. Like, like uh, his favorite superhero is Spider Man, which is why Deku Deku is even modeled after Spider Man. Uh, he even has characters who are, and, and he's open about this. They are blatant ripoffs of some of his favorite superheroes <laughs> from Marvel and DC Comics. Uh, it just it, it's not like he doesn't even hide it. Like I think one of the movies had a character that was literally Magneto. Oh like, my gosh! A, it was like he even had a helmet for Christ's sakes. Uh, <laughs> so and, and that's thing I think people don't see that they like they think that oh no this is new hat. It's like no this is old hat. Yeah, this has been done. Before. Absolutely, <laughs> you're just experiencing. And I, I also think sometimes soon not to talk down people like anime or manga but right i oftentimes think and and this is not like a, a personal opinion this is actually almost a fact <laughs> but like it has been <laughs> scientifically proven that sometimes your brain when you're reading subtitles <laughs> your brain has this 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 function where it thinks oh i'm having to work harder to you know, even if you don't think it's hard for you to read subtitles, but your brain's like, oh, I'm having to focus a little bit more because I'm reading something while I'm watching something, and your brain translates it as being higher art. <laughs> so that, it's like, that makes sense. I never yeah. even thought of, well, when I do like research for a video or something, I prefer to read it because I remember it better. Yeah. So mm -hmm. I, that makes sense. Um, comics yeah. by the numbers again. Thank you so much. I think uh, Marvel and DC are doing well with YA. It's really hard to get established YA superstars to do the work for hire. Right. How do they transition from the manga price YA to the middle school or the middle class price main? Um, that's hard. Well, the, the thing is, is, I mean, a lot of the YAs are like, you know, or the mangas are only a hundred and something pages, 10, 12 yeah. bucks. It's, mm -hmm. It's not a bad price at all, but when you go to well, I don't, you, I don't. Beast Boy was only um, Beast Boy and Raven was only sixteen bucks, so it's really not okay, too yeah. bad of a difference. Like it, honestly, I think you just, I think you just have to. I don't. I mean, honestly, I would say the only way you can really do this. And I think this is why people have a difficult time understanding, like, why, like, how can they, you know, compete? Here's mm -hmm. the thing. Manga have these little 20, 22-minute uh, commercials that come out every week. Yep, exactly. <laughs> and it's, like, and the thing is, and, and I and honestly, I'm, I, this isn't like me being big brain. This is something that literally came to my to my head just now. I started thinking about when I was a kid. Uh, yeah, I grew up in the '80s, and that's what the 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 cartoons back then. They were all commercials for toy lines. That that's what it was back. Oh then. God, was, yes, yeah. He Man and stuff. Yeah, like you go through all of the He Man, 
uh, you know, She-Ra, you had freaking uh, you know, Jim, you had the Inhumanoids, you had freaking Mask and and all this other stuff, you know, the oh, dinosaurs yeah. or whatever. It, that they were all commercials to get you to go out and buy those toys. Ninja Turtles, every week it felt like they had a new toy out, and that toy always wound up in the cartoon somehow. But man, I gotta go get that toy. And that's kind of how anime and manga are. It's like that you got you have the anime and it's like, hmm, maybe I should go check out the manga. You have and vice versa, you have these things that are kind of playing off each other. I mean, if DC or Marvel had uh you know the uh you know the 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 setup to have like their own you know anime that was good and came out on a regular basis maybe that would help oh i think um, so absolutely yeah. and i don't think they are trying a little bit either. yeah you know they are they they actually are they're they're making your inroads to do it but um but like I always tell people, because some people say it's a, it's it's quality of story. I don't think it has anything to do with that because there's plenty of comics out there that aren't capes that have really amazing stories. Some better than most manga I've read. <laughs> it's just that people don't oh, give yeah. a chance because they're because when people associate comics with flowy capes and masks. Exactly. Yeah. Let me. Uh, good morning, Tristan. Thank you so much, David. How's your day going? Mine's going well. Listing items on eBay to make extra money. Uh, selling <laughs> some of your toys. Totally understandable. Thank oh, you yeah. so much, David. Um, I do know though that they are doing they doing that weird Aquaman one, and then mm -hmm. they have a Superman. You know what they should do though is um, a Super Sun show and yeah. a Batgirl show. I would be so down. I know. I think it's so many people would. Show. Like, it just, well, because I feel like this is what you do. Go look at the, look at the history. Look, let's go back and look at the history. What's one of the, what are probably two or three of the greatest animated series of all time uh, from Marvel and DC? You, you could easily throw out Batman TAS. Oh you yeah, out X Men, uh, and you know the third one you could eat. Honestly, I could make a strong case for Justice League. I can make a strong case for Batman Beyond. I can static. make a strong case for yeah, Static. I can make a strong case for just about any other show. That right. is how you do it. Put out some animated series. You don't have to have like every comic doesn't need. Uh, um, because actually, I think that's kind of where you get diminishing returns. Uh, with anime and manga, because I'm not going to lie to you, anime and manga is great, but they, just like how American comics have their own tropes that we reuse a lot, so too does anime and manga. I can literally... Oh yeah, everyone off. has a pervert. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. It, it's like, there's always a pervert, there's always a stupid kid who happens to be the main character, and just kind of have... But, but they're like an idiot savant. They're like just a, yes. they're a moron when it comes to everything else in life, <laughs> but they're good at the one thing. Or you have the one character who is just incredibly amazing at everything and never loses. Uh, you also have uh, the character who used to be a bad guy, but now suddenly and inexplicably is a good guy. <laughs> you have the, the female character who's literally just there to be the love interest for the main character or another character who doesn't even know they exist. Uh, it, like I could go on. I could literally oh, go yeah. on. But it just, it's, it's one of those things I tell people, like, anime and manga is not sacred. It is not free of fault. It has 
like one of the jokes we have amongst one of my some of my friends is that like if I pick up a shonen anime today at, at episode one, I could at episode fifteen jump to a completely different show with no prior knowledge and not be lost. Oh because yeah, the stories progress the same <laughs> way. They all progress the same way, and then I could jump to a third series at maybe episode thirty, no prior knowledge, no knowledge of who these characters are. And feel roughly comfortable with where I'm at in the story. Yeah. Is, oh, absolutely. Yeah. That's funny. I, I never <laughs> thought about those tropes, but you're right. It is. It, it's pretty blatant. And then they, some of them have the fan yeah. service girl, too. Yeah. Quite often. Service, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, High School of the Dead, one of the worst offenders. Um, just. Their fire force. Ugh. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> I, like the funniest thing, I, what was it? People always like, oh, man, you should watch Seven Deadly Sins. And I'm like, no, I can't. Because I don't want to be judged in my own household. Uh, I remember watching. Uh, I remember watching Seven Deadly Sins. The first episode, my wife walks in the room just as I'm starting it, and the main character walks up and starts grabbing a, a random woman by her breast, and yep. she's like, well, "This is a thing we're doing now." And I just immediately <laughs> picked up the remote, turned it off, got up, and went and did something else because I was like, "I feel judged." And uh, yep. I, I was like, I don't, I, and I, not only that, I have a, I have a daughter, do- I have a daughter. I don't, I don't, I don't. Yeah. No. Yeah. It, it, I, totally, it just, I totally, I totally get jive. it. I can't jive with it. Just random. Yeah. It's not me. It, it, <laughs> thank you so much. Uh, yellow spider. Thank you so much, Leo. <laughs> you know, what's funny. I always hear the MHA uh, manga fans shit on Kamala Khan, but never say a peep about Kendu Edzuki. Who is literally a ripoff of her? Yeah, yeah. No one. That's the thing. No one takes those things into account. Yep. <laughs> they, they they don't. They're like, no, this is original. No, it's it's derivative of a of another thing. Horikoshi is so obvious. Like he even says it. He tells people, and nobody believes him. <laughs> That's so funny. At least he's open about it. Like, I love yeah. My Hero Academia. Mm-hmm. I think uh, there's a lot of really good things in it, but I-, I didn't know he was like that. But that it, mm-hmm. it makes a lot of sense looking at the characters. And I think oh, yeah. that's why I like it, because my first love besides Batman was the X-Men. Mm-hmm. And and it it's such a similar concept. I'm like, yeah, this is this is I don't care if it's made for kids. I'm watching this and you're just yeah. going to deal with it. Right. And and that's also the thing you gotta look at too. Like like a lot of shonen anime. This is why I don't watch as much shonen anymore. And and it's because shonen anime is geared towards, I mean, technically young adults, but mostly young boys. Like mm-hmm. that's uh like it's like boys age like I think eleven or twelve to like maybe seventeen or eighteen, if that. Right. <laughs> and it's like I'm grown. I'm almost forty. You know, like the the stuff that you know, delighted me when I was that age doesn't really delight me as much anymore. Um, like I I, I like what's technically called seinen uh, anime, which is for like older kids, like you know, like you know, twenty and up, you know, into like adulthood, like stuff that's a little bit more just. And when I say adult oriented, I don't mean there's like you know boobs and sex, but it's just like it's more mature in in tone of storytelling. Uh, just, yeah, it's more refined in that way. And it's, yeah. And you, you, you hit that barrier. And like, I tell people at the time is eventually we all hit it, whether we want to admit it or not, <laughs> we all hit exactly. that barrier. Like sometimes like, man, that old shit just doesn't hit anymore. <laughs> 
I know I tried to watch some of the more female oriented manga. I watched mm-hmm. um, Fruit Basket and it wasn't awful or anything. I'm just right. like, I'm kind, kind of bored, kind of bored yeah. here. Like, <laughs> like this it's, is just not, no. Yeah. And, and the thing, it is what it is. It just like, like it, when you have a, a, an entire genre dedicated to like one particular like age group, it's like, it's kind of difficult to get fans beyond that. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Yeah, I mean, yeah, comics used to be kind of for kids, technically, I guess, but like over the we years, they just them. kind of, yeah, they the, the industry kind of did the opposite of what it should. <laughs> <laughs> the industry grew grew up with us; it didn't stay the same. So yeah, we would age out, and then our kids would you know age in. But yeah, it just it's yeah, because most comic fans I know are like my age or, or yeah, oh yeah, young like. You know? Like, I, I don't think I know a whole lot of comic fans under 25, just period. No. It, usually it's even older than that, but, like, we're, we're all getting old. <laughs> like, I'm yeah, 34 like, years old. You're right. It's like, I'm sitting here like, ooh, man, how much longer I got in this game, man? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and yet I still buy them every week and love them. Yeah, so I, love it, yeah. I can't complain. Oh, bye, David. Thank you for stopping by. Let's take a look at what's coming out this week. I know I actually already (laughs) read um, uh, uh, Superman, Son of Kal-El. Okay. Um, It is, uh, it's good. Um, Mm -hmm. It's definitely playing off of the protests over the summer and stuff. It's playing Mm -hmm. off of that with uh, bringing in the character from the Wildcat universe, but, or Henry Bendix is who it is. It wasn't bad. Okay. Like, it wasn't bad at all. I know there was, like, a bunch of people going on about how Jonathan was going to be made gay um, oh, a while yeah. back. <laughs> and it, it, he does have, like, a little friend in it. Um, there's, like, I don't really think they're connecting them romantically. But even okay. so, like, I, I've talked about this before. Jonathan was, um, what, made six years ago? It, everyone yeah. says make a new character it's kind of a fresh slate to do that with yeah he's he is well it, uh, okay and this is where we, we it gets kind of touchy for me is it like he's a new character they created a new character however that character when he was first created was a kid most kids yeah. don't typically know like you know what way they're gonna lean until you know, they're in their teens anyway Yes, so, exactly. yeah, I mean, I, it, it's like, it, heck, I know people who didn't learn they were gay until like they were like in their 40s. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, like it, it happens. It, yeah, it happens. It's, like, there's a reason why if you watch like any number of like uh, sitcoms, there's always mm-hmm. the uh, there's always the, the story of the parent who you haven't talked to in a while or the family member you haven't talked to in a while. And that suddenly your uncle is now your aunt or your dad is now <laughs> yeah. your mom, you know, or, you know, so on and so forth. There's a reason why that trope exists because it actually happens. <laughs> oh, yeah. I just, I haven't watched sitcoms in so long, even yeah. watching the CW. I, um, cause I watched star girl on it. It's like, mm-hmm. Whoa, a real commercial. I haven't seen one of those in forever. <laughs> like, cause I don't, I don't have a deal. use for cable television. <laughs> no, I, I, I don't either. I like, I stream just about everything, whether it's through like Netflix, HBO Max, Hulu, yep, uh, same. You know, whatever. It's just, it's cable is kind of a bygone uh, thing. Like, like heck, uh, 
even having to explain that to my child, uh, my my youngest, uh, just like yeah, because all she knows is like you know streaming. That's all she knows. Right. Like, yeah, commercials. <laughs> like, can you skip those in five seconds? <laughs> like, like oh, you can't. We have to watch the whole thing. <laughs> all right, That's I so cute. Thank you. <laughs> have you been reading Fear State at all? You know what? I have not. I need to because I've heard some interesting things about it. And like, cause I, if I'm, I'm correct me if I'm wrong, is that the one that's like, I guess, like, I know Scarecrow is supposed to be like, yes, uh, yep. large and in charge again. So, like, that, that, that kind of caught my interest. I just haven't, I haven't read anything on it yet. It's, it's not bad. Um, I'm enjoying, uh, more than even Tinian stuff. I would say Mariko Tamaki is doing a fantastic job. Okay. Like, absolutely awesome uh when it comes to detective comics i was kind of hoping with uh tinian leaving she would kind of graduate right but i don't yeah i don't see that happening that's I unfortunate mean, it well and that sucks too because i know uh tinian used to because you know tinian kind of that's kind of what happened with, with him he kind of graduated from uh you know, yeah to writing the main thing and i kind of feel like maybe maybe that should be a thing maybe 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 we should uh you know, maybe make that consideration if I, I mean if it was my money on the line if i were uh you know uh dc uh comics which i am not but if i were i'd say yes please by all means do it <laughs> oh yeah absolutely <laughs> exactly i i am enjoying i he's doing a good job mm. um I'm also really glad to see that fight it feels like it's been forever since we got a crossover and it's yeah. finally coming out this week. Yes. Well, because we got seven. Seven was the one that Chip Zdarsky did, and that was like, yeah. God, I feel like that was like several months ago. I, yeah, that's, that's what like. I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's like I actually kind of almost forgot uh, that it was coming up. Like I like I, I was because I remember things like, oh man, maybe well maybe they. I was like maybe the book got canceled. And I just didn't find out about it. Like what what's going on here? But no, crossover is amazing. Um, yeah i absolutely love it i think he's doing such a cool like i love the concept and mm. i love like ellipses the character she's such yes. an interesting character and bringing in like god's country and oh so oh, good yeah. it, it's it's amazing it well it, it's because they so kate kate's is bringing in stuff that you just don't expect you, yes. you you're not you're not thinking about it. it's like it's like oh wow i never thought that i would see uh valifax and something other than god country you know i didn't mm -hmm. think i would see you know there, there's so many characters that just pop up uh you know across this entire uh you know, eight issues so far heck uh when i was reading the chip sadarsky one one of the the things that just made me laugh uncontrollably was the fact that you had a book written by chip sadarsky starring <laughs> chip sadarsky <laughs> co-starring a version of chip sadarsky from uh sex criminals and it's just yeah. like this is just insane like this is this is like the most meta a comic has ever been <laughs> i like, know I but it. it was so good it was like it was like his persona versus his real life and it was like i, I thought he did a fantastic job of it no oh, yeah. bj have you read icon and rocket yet by chance i have uh the the new the issue that just uh has a new issue three out? Issue three. Yeah, I have not out. read three. I've read one and two. I've not. Yeah, read I haven't three read yet. three yet either. I, I like probably so will far, read that though. today. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I, I love it. I love it so far. Uh, because it's 
it's actually telling more backstory uh, about Icon than what the original uh, series did. The original series didn't really delve into Icon's past as an alien or even uh, uh, his past having lived uh, uh, on Earth since, like, you know, the time of slavery. So, like, I, I thought it was really interesting, like, how they addressed some of those things that uh, that have come up to this point and, and kind of, you know, give me a little bit of spin and say, hey, this is why these things did or did not happen. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think that one and then um, Static has been really good, too. Yeah. That art is so beautiful. Oh, yeah. Uh, it And it it's something about it, too, that... And I, and I know, like you, know, it's 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 real, it's real crazy to even think about the fact that it's like, oh my god, you know, uh, it, it's it's crazy to think that oh, we just got a static comic now after all these years, uh, <laughs> right? But, like it, it is, it's it's amazing to me just because, yeah, you're you're telling an updated story, you're finding ways to kind of, like I, like one of the things I really loved is that you, know, and this is in both, you, know, and, and really all the milestone stuff is that. You know, they did away with secret identities. And I really like right. the fact that Static has no secret identity, really. <laughs> like he's just it, like at least with his close friend, at least, at least exactly. with his family. At least with his family. It's like because th that's one of the things I think I even heard uh uh Dennis Cowan talk about this. He was like, you know, how ridiculous is it that you're a superhero and your parents don't know? Like in, in, uh in this day and age, your parents have no clue that you have superpowers that you're running out in the middle of the night or in the middle of the day and saving <laughs> the world. Like, like you, you have the worst parents ever. <laughs> the most yeah. aloof parents of all time is what you'd have to have to pull that off. And even then it would be borderline impossible. So yeah, yeah exactly. I, 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 thought that, I think that's an awesome way to, to take all that. Oh, I do too. I think um a lot of people were upset about the, initial black lives matter in the zero issue being yes. involved and i'm like but but the creator wanted that how I, okay all right well I, yeah and it was always like very very political so i'm like why is that an issue it's just an up just an updated version to me well you know what i always tell people because i actually had this argument with somebody about static everybody was like oh well static just isn't as relatable to me because he went to a, a blm protest just to get some booty and it's like no that's not why he went really i mean he did go because he likes frida but i mean he also went because he felt he needed to go but exactly. the thing is i was like I was like, go back and read. Like, I always like tell people, go back and read that that original static number one. Go, I dare you, go back, go back and read it. And I want you to sit here and tell me that static is more relatable because he got bullied at school by some white kid who who was up, up, about maybe one. Mm, he was about one slur shy of being a full on racist. Yeah. <laughs> and Static literally going and getting a gun to 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 go and shoot this guy and not even like look him in the eyes when he did it. He was gonna shoot him in the back from like 50 feet away. Exactly. Like and, and the only reason he didn't kill him is because well, I mean, technically he did like come to his senses at the absolute last possible second, but he also 
the 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 place got raided by police and they got hit with the tear gas that gave them superpowers. Right. I was like, it's far more plausible. For one, it's far more plausible to see a, a group of people gathered together in a protest than it is to see a bunch of rival gangs hanging out in the same spot at the same time and not trying to kill each other. Yeah. That is an incredibly unlikely thing. The, uh, the, the way they're doing it now actually makes way more sense because it's not just black people who are in that crowd. It was literally like a pretty diverse group of people sitting oh, in yeah. that crowd. So I don't see what the problem is. It's like, how is one, how is the dumber and more unlikely one more relatable than the one that could have actually happened? <laughs> because everything is controversial these days that's 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 basically it in a nutshell i'm ready for i'm ready for like outrage to be played out is what i'm ready for i'm ready for like i I know (laughs) i'm just waiting like come on are we done with this yet let's just enjoy things again (laughs) yeah like can can i enjoy my comics without like having to like defend them you know, yeah, like... exactly. Oh, uh, for Inferno comes out this week. Are you looking yes. forward to that? Oh, very, 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 very. This is probably the most, probably the first we will have seen of uh, Maura McTaggart in a meaningful fashion since House of X, mm-hmm. which is sad to say has been a long time. <laughs> so, Isn't it a four-part series? It's a, yeah, it's a four-part series, and it's going to... Uh, end uh, Jonathan Hickman's in uh, writing uh, of the X Men. I mean, I think technically he's still like head of X, he'll still be overseeing stuff, right? But he won't be like actively writing any like core X Men stories. I mean, he has the one that's on like Marvel Infinity, but I don't count that one, right? <laughs> I don't count that one. It's, it's yeah, okay. that's that, that's. <laughs> Oh, some of those stories on there were like, what, 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 am I, what? Okay. All right. All right. Oh I'm God. glad I'm done with that one. <laughs> yeah. Like, like I, I, and I think is they released, uh, I, I remember they released the first issue of like Hickman's, uh, comic that's on there. And I read it and I was like, by the time I got to the bottom of it, I was like, all right, that's the thing I experienced. Uh, I think that's the least excited I'd ever been about anything he's ever written. Um, <laughs> and I, no. and I have read decorum. Uh, <laughs> oh, jeez! <laughs> and I don't even think Decorum's a bad comic. I just think that Jonathan Hickman is just way smarter than me, and <laughs> I don't like feeling dumb. So that that that's my excuse I always give uh, for Decorum because there were parts of House of X that people were like, "Oh my god, I don't understand how you don't get it." I was like, "Dude, he's smarter than me. He's um, a smart man. He, he yeah, the guys, the guy's hella intelligent." And that's not me saying he's bad. I'm just saying, dude, he might just know some things I don't. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And I'm okay with that. Yeah. Like, look, I actually don't mind the people who write the stories I read being smarter than me. That's that's not a a bad thing. (laughs) Yeah, I started doing, um, actually doing uh, Ask the Experts where I interview people from the comic book industry. And I was shocked to find Mm. out how many of them had, like, multiple degrees. And I'm like... I, Stephanie Phillips, like, I was shocked she had two degrees. One was a master's, and she used to be a professor, but she quit being a professor for <laughs> comics. And I'm like, oh. whoa, honey, you must really love comics. And she's, yeah. like, one of the nicest people sent me a bunch of free comics and signed them. Like, she's super sweet. But then I go on to Ram V, and he's a like, chemical engineer in this. And I'm like, 
Okay. All right. I got to make sure my questions are good and not, yeah. you know, <laughs> got to make sure my grammar's there. Got to make sure I sound smart. How do I do this? <laughs> yeah. Well, it just, it, that's, that's the thing though. You never like, because, you know, once again, you know, these creators are, I don't want to say they're faceless, but I mean, to the, to the larger, to a larger group of people, they are faceless. So right. People don't really know anything about them. And if they don't know anything about them, then they're just going to assume that they're just, you know, some average Joe just like them. And it's like, no, these people are, there's a reason why they're in the positions that they're in. There's a reason why they, maybe they talk about some of the things they talk about in their comics. Cause maybe it has some kind of a, a special interest uh, or, or something that they are familiar with, or, or maybe, you know, maybe Jonathan Hickman can talk about the space time continuum. Cause he's done the research. I don't know. I'm not going to do the research for myself. <laughs> Cause I don't care. I don't want to know. Space is scary to me. <laughs> That's so funny. Look, I mean, out like like there's a reason why if I lived in a Star Trek universe, I would be one of those people who's on one of the planets is just like chilling. I wouldn't be yep. the guy that's on like Starfleet, you know. I'd be the guy out there like I don't know with some vineyard or something, just kind of hanging out, just because you, you don't have jobs, you have universal. Right, income, exactly. Just, I'm just chilling. I don't know. I don't know. That's my thing. I'm not. I'm. I'm not Benjamin <laughs> Jace Disco. Okay, I'm not gonna be on Deep Space Nine. No, yeah. Uh, um, oh, Deathstroke Inc. also comes out. That should be that is that's Joshua. My, yeah. yeah, Joshua not, Williamson's doing it. I like him yes. a lot. I, I I love I loved his Flash run up to a point. Up to a point. That's right. Got a little crazy, but uh, <laughs> but uh, I I I loved pretty much all of his Flash run. I did. I kind of fell off there towards like the tail end of it, but uh, yeah, Deathstroke Inc. is definitely on my radar uh I, I i love anytime deathstroke is uh crossing uh uh crossing up with batman which uh i mean he's he's hold he's holding up the cow and that 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 had my my interest right there from the word go <laughs> oh yeah and um robert willing said batman and first bigby was fun i forgot that was coming out that week that see, is, i don't know uh, I don't know near as much about the Fables universe as I probably should, but mm -hmm. I'm still interested. It's Batman. I'm going to get it. Yeah. Hello. It's, well, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I think it's interesting just in the fact that, you know, so, you know, Bigby's like the big bad wolf. And, right. Uh, so, you, like, you literally have Batman and the big bad wolf, like, just hanging out. And Bigby's a really interesting character. Uh, I, man, I'll be really honest. Most of my knowledge of fables does not come from the comics i used to read it but i just kind of <laughs> fell off somewhere down the road i actually learned more about him through the video game uh the i, know, I was game. gonna say the telltale yeah. game <laughs> but i like that character i think he's awesome like and i think it's cool that he's getting to be in a comic with like batman like, that's, yeah that's a big deal it's a that's a huge deal uh so yeah no i i did that's on my radar as well Oh, have you had a chance to check out Echo Lands? No, no, I've not. Uh-uh. Uh, that is, I feel like that is yet another one that is kind of on my radar that I feel like it's something I would really enjoy. Like, it, I don't know. I Like, what, what, what's up with that story? Well, I, it almost feels like, and, and I do like it, don't get me wrong, but it might be better to read as a trade because okay. a lot of it, relies upon jh williams art gotcha. and it's it's also um different format right so mm. it's uh horizontal 
And it's oh, it's like okay. do you remember do you oh, I know this is a bad comparison. Do you remember the like dimensions of Holy Terror? Yeah. Okay. It's a little yeah, bit smaller that than that. But yeah, like okay. the art is fantastic. But even in the first issue, you didn't get a lot of story. So like I feel like he's writing for the trade. And that's okay. It's not yeah, bad. Yeah. It's just uh, I love J.H. Williams' art. It, he's mm -hmm. fantastic, but it's definitely yeah. something I think that's going to read better when you have more than one issue in front of you. That's you know what, and that's not a bad thing because I used to say the same thing about uh, uh, Ta-Nehisi Coates's uh, Black Panther run, right? Uh, like, because people say, "Oh, I just don't get it, man." Just the story went over my head, and that's like you kind of have to wait till about five or six issues build up, then read it. So yeah, just wait for the trade because once I did, it made way more sense to me like reading yeah the that's exactly what this one feels like yeah so i that 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 is one so i'll i'll put that on my my trade weight uh my trade weight list <laughs> like honestly the art is worth it alone but yeah. once it all comes out like it's it's very little as far as any sort of storytelling or exposition a lot of it reply relies upon his art and i get it it's good it just it's gonna feel a lot more complete when you get a little bit more right yeah which that, that makes that makes that makes a lot of sense that actually makes a lot of sense um, oh i'm trying to see what else is I, I some of these i'm not even like i don't read anything at this point from dynamite i know that's bad but like i just don't have the interest in vampirella anymore i don't have i, I read vampiverse and it was okay but like yeah i feel like at oh this is not the nicest thing to say but like they relies upon pretty girl tropes yeah and no, it's no, like you, it gets boring wrong. to me yeah no you're not wrong you you said what needed to be said <laughs> you said <laughs> you said nothing wrong uh look don't get me wrong uh i'm not against vampirella or uh or uh uh red sonia i think red Sonya yeah or right. deja yeah. thoris yeah like i mean don't get like, like i i think it's all fine and dandy to have those types of comics they just don't interest me uh exactly <laughs> uh there's an audience for those comics and that's fine uh yeah i know uh what was that i think i saw was a late there's like lady death apparently is still a thing oh somehow. yeah lady death <laughs> it's like and literally the thing that she was famous for back in the day was having like huge boobs uh yep. so <laughs> i just like i like, think is i'm not 13 anymore you know i'm not a, a a horny teenager anymore who just wants to look at boobs and babes and uh, uh, you know, and, and women in skipping outfits. I need a. I gotta have a story to 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 mm -hmm. watch that down with. And so far, they've yet to provide me with a story that I feel like just is it, it does anything for me on that level. Um, and it just it is what it is. It just is what it is. Um, I will say I don't know if you checked this one out or not. And I I'm I'm a I'm a Kieran Gillen, uh, shill. Uh, for uh, yeah, hundred uh, percent open about that, but uh, the comic <laughs> die, uh, which is no, uh, I've heard good things. I just yeah. I I don't even know the concept of it. So okay, so here's the best way I can explain it. Um, I don't know if you ever watched the old Dungeons and Dragons cartoon. These come on back in the day, but right. Uh, basically, these kids get sucked into the world of Dungeons and Dragons, and I guess I never finished it, but I assume eventually they got to go home. 
Um, <laughs> this is basically a spiritual successor to that, where uh, these kids go, they get sucked into this game that's <clears throat> not Dungeons and Dragons. Um, <laughs> and uh, which is funny too, because Kira Gillen actually made an actual RPG that you can play based off this comic, the game they're actually playing. Uh, oh my god, but, that's uh, cool. It's insane. It is freaking insane. Uh, but these kids, they go into the game and they end up realizing, oh, wow, we're actually in this world. We're, we're actually sucked into this world and we can't escape. And somehow, they never tell you how in the beginning, but somehow they get out. And when they get out, like 20-something years, like like 10, I think 10 or 15 years have passed. So these teenagers are now fully grown adults and they have been considered missing. <laughs> And even presumed oh my dead in some cases. So it's like, what would happen if you got sucked into this fantasy world and then you got out and your world, your life is in shambles now because you know, you you experienced all this stuff and it wasn't like, oh my God, this was the best life ever. It's like, no, this was the worst thing that could have ever happened to us. And you get sucked back into it just after you finally started coping you know, with the trauma of what you went through. Oh, it kind uh, of feels like you're describing Jumanji. <laughs> it, it, it is. It actually kind of is. It actually, like, honestly, it it kind of is Jumanji. But like at the same time, it's like, yeah, you, you have these characters who like you have one who's like the thief, or one who's like you know the diplomat, or one who's like you know the. There's one dude who's literally his whole thing is like being upset makes him stronger. Like being sad makes him stronger. It's like it's crazy stuff. But uh. But yeah, this issue, the issue number 20 is their final issue, which it's, you know, die, D20, you know, it's all kind of, yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> it, it's it's one of those things that like like the, that really spoke to me. I, I love Kieran Gillen. The guy is right. Oh, I do too. Yeah. I didn't he, I so much didn't stuff. catch it. See, yeah, like, I usually like, I try to jump on on ones. And then when I get mm -hmm. a little bit further, when it gets a little further, I'm like, ah, mm -hmm. I, I missed out. Yeah. I have to get on trades after that. Like, uh, die. I caught in trade. Uh, I didn't catch issue number one. I think I caught it when it was like, I think it was already like on issue. It was about to be on issue like 10 or something. They had the first mm -hmm. five issues in trade. And I picked that up. Uh, a lot, a, a lot of comics I usually do that with. Uh, I, uh, something's killing the children. Uh, I just I caught that one in trade like a few months back, uh, and it, it was good and well underway by the time I realized it was a thing. And it's probably one of the best things Tinny is uh, is, is writing. Uh, oh yeah, uh, it's out there. Yeah, it's it is and it's it's actually about to be uh, I think a TV show. Um, I think Tinian is really killing it. Yeah, he, that's the thing. That, that's why I tell people, like, you know, if you can find a writer who really speaks to you, you know, from a storytelling perspective, that's honestly, to me, the best way to go with comics sometimes. is like, I follow writers a lot of the times more than I do characters. I'm like, oh, well, who's on the book? Like, like I don't give two shits about Eternals. But when I found out that Karen Gillan's writing the new Eternals, I was like, oh, man. I pick it up. <laughs> I guess, uh... I guess y'all gonna make this a thing, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I totally get, and that's exactly like I'll follow usually, usually Tinian, but I missed out on something is killing the children. I got Department mm -hmm. of Truth, and same with like mm -hmm. Joshua Williamson and even yeah. Tom Taylor. Like, if they're on it, I'm 
it it's it's gonna be on my poll. Like I trust yeah. their writing enough. <laughs> right. Like I know a lot of people give Tom Taylor shit, but after the work he did yeah. with Injustice, like it's I mean, always gonna be on. You know what I mean? Yeah. He kind of wrote himself a blank check with Injustice. Yeah. Like just oh like, my god, it's so good. <laughs> I kind of you could like honestly, Tom Taylor could do whatever he wants. I don't care. I was like, he dude, let let the let Tom Taylor write what he wants to write. Damn it! Like he did, he has done some amazing work. He has turned in some great stuff. And I mean, yeah, not everything. I don't think everything that every writer that I love, uh, like I always tell people, like it, it's it's one of those. Uh, I always like to use Brian Michael Bendis as an example, like because people it's real popular to shit on Bendis. It's real oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, but the thing is, he's also written some amazing stuff. Like I always tell people that. The Bendis that you get is dictated by a lot of factors. I can tell when Bendis is in a good mood. I can tell when he woke up in the morning, his wife gave him a kiss on the cheek. The kid said, hey, Pop, we love you. Uh, he, he ate a good breakfast. Uh, you know, he's, he's had a really good day. I can tell <laughs> when Bendis has had a bad day, too. And you just look at those comics and you'll be able to tell the difference. You'll know which ones are which. Uh, but, but I feel like, yeah, Bendis has done stuff that I enjoy. And I'm willing, like, I love Naomi. I think Naomi was a really oh, good yeah. comic. I mean, that technically a co-written comic that he did with, um, right. with David Brad Walker. Walker. Yeah, but it, it, it still, it's a good comic. It's still a good comic. He He's partially responsible for it. So I mean, yeah, it's it's still something good and fun that I that I can enjoy and, um, but yeah, then there's other things. I, you know, I won't, I won't like I use I like to use Teeny Howard as an example sometimes. I do not enjoy her Excalibur, or her X Corp, but I've enjoyed other things that she has written. <laughs> I just, you know I haven't is. read much by her at all just because yeah. she's more more Marvel. I know she's right. writing something in uh. Uh, one of the urban legends. I'm curious to see how that goes. Yeah, yeah. It, and the thing is, like I said, I, and that's why I always like tell people I don't like. Uh, uh was it uh, Brian Edward Hill has written tons of things I enjoy. Paul oh yeah, was not one of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I actually talked. We talked about that in my interview with him, and he said that book specifically because it had a direction when he was given that book has mm. made him turned down stuff since that oh, he can't wow. be like creatively free on because he doesn't want to have a situation similar to fallen angels again <laughs> i'm like you, i totally get it i appreciate that though i actually appreciate that the that he has that mentality because it makes sense it makes perfect sense because i like literally when i read that comic i was like this is Ooh, <laughs> man i was like so i was like so this is when they said the book was going on indefinite hiatus i knew exactly what they meant <laughs> oh yeah and, and, but and then you go over and read like his batman and the outsiders mm -hmm. or even or was it american carnage and it's amazing yeah. he did uh hell if i'm not mistaken he did the uh um he did the the killmonger miniseries and it was great I oh was yeah like, i oh, forgot about that amazing why is i was like how was he turning in something that is so not him. And it's, okay, so now it makes sense to me. I totally get it now. It all makes that much more sense. Uh, but yeah, yeah I, I, I hate it for him. I hate that he had that. Uh, uh, I hate that he had that that experience. 
Um, but at least he knows yeah. now, kind of, you know, he's able to use that experience and learn from it. I think that's the smartest thing because he's he does such a good job. Even like, yeah, I'm not a huge Titans person, but I know he's his writing on there is directional from above. So right. he's doing the best with what he can work with. And, and I right. got You got to respect that because he, he can only do so much. Right. Like you, right. they have a direction they want. They want that gritty Batman. Yeah. Well, it, it, it's it, it's also you got to remember that. Yeah, he has a boss. He has a boss. He's got to answer Absolutely. to somebody. Like, and that's the thing I think a lot of people don't understand when it comes to that writing process is that, yeah, it's easy to sit here and say what you could have, would have, should have done if you have no one hovering over you, breathing down your neck and telling you, no, 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 we don't want that, change that. It's real easy to, and I, I'll be the first one to admit, I've talked some cash money shit about a lot of comics and be like, well, if I lose me, well, it ain't me. <laughs> And not only that, but they've got like an assistant editor and then an editor and that. Yeah. So it's it's somebody constantly breathing down their throat and Mm. you don't know how much creative freedom they have. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. You got to think about deadlines. You have turnaround. Uh, uh, These like a lot of times I think people understand like the the inner workings of uh, of the comic industry uh, as well as they think they do. And it's yeah, I mean. Yeah, you get to say some things. You get to create something. But a lot of times, especially if you're working for Marvel or DC, you're probably, yeah, you're probably just doing whatever, you know, they want you to do. You're playing within the sandbox that, that they've given you. Uh, yeah, I think I exactly. remember uh, uh, Donnie Cates even kind of saying something kind of similar when he was doing like, you know, King and Black and Absolute Carnage. He was like, yeah, they let me get away with some things. You know, not everything. Yeah, you know, yeah. Do everything I want to do. It was like, you know, because yeah, you know, it is what it is. But yeah, it, it, it's it sucks. But I mean, it's just it's it's the way. It, it's not just in comics. That's in everything. That's in television. That's in movies. Yeah. Uh, any type of media entertainment. That you consume. Yeah, entertainment as a whole. Heck, there's even even in novels. That's kind of a thing because you have oh, people yeah. who know. Oh yeah, no, this doesn't work. Go back and rewrite it. Yeah. A lot of times okay. in novels, don't they have like they'll have you know an editor, a sensitivity writer? They'll have mm-hmm. you know layers of people going through their original work. So sometimes it's just oh, yeah. your vision changes as it kind of goes, and that's yeah. that's just how it's going to be. Speaking of Bendis, yeah. what do you think about the possibility of him writing Batman? Ooh, <laughs> it's a hard one. Look, I, look here. Here's the thing about Bendis. I love the guy. Guys create some of my favorite characters. Um, we wouldn't have a lot of my favorite characters if not for him. And he's written some, I think he's 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 written some good he he I think mm, Batman. Uh, okay, you know what? I tell you what. If it's the same Bendis, if we could if you could if, if Bendis could get himself back in that same mindset he had um back when he was writing Daredevil. Oh I'd yeah, be, I'd, I'd be on board if I can get that because that's the thing. A lot of people forget about that. A lot of people forget about yep. you know some of the previous the, the the stuff that came before, and it's like go. I I challenge people go back and read that business run on Daredevil. It'll change it'll change your life. But it's you you give if you give me that business, I'm in. But and maybe this is because I'm not the hugest Superman guy, right? 
I wasn't absolutely crazy about Superman. I didn't even think Superman was bad. A lot of people were just like, oh my God, it's the worst thing ever. I was like, nah, it's just all right. (laughs) It was just Matt. And I do think a lot of that, like, to be fair, when Didio was in there, he wanted certain things done for 5G. So he was given Superman, yes, but he was also told, you have to age up Jonathan. You have to do this. Mm -hmm. Like, not everything was his fault in that run at all. And look at what he does with the stuff that is his. Look at what Bendis does with stuff that he actually has complete and total control over. Like the uh, Jinx World stuff? Yeah, the Jinx World stuff. Look at look at what he does with uh and, and even just the uh what was what's the import they call? Oh my god. Oh the stuff that like Naomi and all the all the other stuff was. Oh, about, what yeah. is it? Um oh, I don't know why I'm don't Is it like I'm, young and or the young, oh my Wonder Comics or something? Wonder Comics. There you go. Yes. Like, I think that stuff is, for the most part, not bad. Yeah. Uh, I actually kind of enjoyed uh, the Young Justice uh, run that they had, they had on there. Naomi was good. Um, and I just, I feel like, yeah, there were, yeah, Didio was, he had a lot of irons in the fire that he wanted everybody to address. And that's not even a, a, a secret. That, you know, uh, Scott Snyder was very, vocal about that when all yeah. that stuff was going on that you know there was stuff that like inter- like directly interfered with what he was trying to do for uh dark knight's death metal stuff that like had to do with 5g um yep. but tinian was gonna yeah. quit yeah Tinian yeah, tinian was actually gonna quit and i'll be brutally honest i my heart kind of went out to bendis when he took over superman because i was like well, you're following Peter J. Tomasi, dude. That actually that was the first time I had liked yeah. Superman in like a while. Like I, like I'll be, I'll be the first to admit. Like I don't, I've never been that big a fan of Superman, even when I was right. like a kid. But the thing is, I was like, but Tomasi's run on Superman like changed my entire perspective on. It. I'm like, ooh man, this is gonna be a hard act to follow. And I was like, oh well, business is getting it. It'll probably be okay. And then I read, and it's like, yeah, right. and i do think though that if bendis is better with street level characters also yeah so him getting on batman and he's done that like what was it batman universe or whatever i don't think it would be the worst thing i think it would be okay like i think he is very capable of doing it oh it just depends on execution oh definitely definitely he's the the guy he has Bendis has the ability to tell amazing stories. That has never been up for debate. Oh, uh, yeah. He has the ability to do it. It just, but, and that's the other thing, too, people don't think about is, man, when you're writing, think about this. Bendis was literally writing almost an entire line of comics mm-hmm. uh, for Marvel at one point. Your batting average is going to suffer. <laughs> when you're writing <laughs> literally everything, like people were like, people were like, oh, man, Brian Michael Bendis is shit. Well, what what about Miles Morales? Well, exactly. <laughs> like, like I'm I'm sorry. Ultimate Spider Man, and even before Miles Morales was a really good comic, and at well, like, when Miles came along, well, became once again a good comic. It's like the guy he told great stories. Yeah, if I write a hundred stories, there's a fair chance at least half or more are going to be terrible. <laughs> well, he took uh, uh, Miles Morales, and I, they're doing those ten year anniversary uh variants this week so 10 years right he took that character and elevated him to a point where he's already a household name like that's a big deal 
Like yeah. he's got video games. He's uh, you know what I mean. He's got like movies. <laughs> he's I I I love the character. I think oh, most yeah. people generally do. Oh yeah, Mo- uh, you, I remember when uh, you know back when all that was going on, and and I always and I, I know maybe a lot of people don't know this, but I always tell people that you you kind of have to understand where Bendis's head is at nowadays because I will be the first one to tell you children can change your life. And um, maybe a lot of people don't know this, but when Bendis was making characters like Miles Morales, Riri Williams, Naomi, so on and so forth, he did this for his adopted children. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because he wanted them to have characters that you know, looked like them. Because he has, uh, I think, one uh, a- uh, adopted African daughter and one adopted uh, uh, black daughter. Right. Uh, and he and he has been very open about that. He's like, yeah, I did this for my kids, you know. Um, so I always tell people that, yeah, you know, people are like, oh, well, why is he you know, trying to do this? Why why is he trying to do that? And it's like, well, I, I credit the guy for trying because, you know, if I if someone has the ability to to put something out there that maybe other people would not have the opportunity to do, I say, by all means, go right ahead. Do it. Put it out there because maybe it'll inspire other people to do more. And I think that if he had not made those characters, he had not done what he had did. We wouldn't have a lot of these other characters that are coming out. So, I mean, you, you fast forward and like you said, miles is a household name. Yeah. Like miles it's is amazing. A household name. And 10 and, years and, is all it took. Yeah. It, it, it took. Yeah. Ex- exactly. Well, look at, um, you know, you look at, you know, you know, his other creations, we got Jessica Jones. Yep. Jessica Jones is not exactly a household name, but she was real close. She yeah. was Oh, absolutely. Re- like, and, and mostly because of the Netflix series. Like people are like, oh yeah, Jessica Jones. Yeah. Like, you know, later seasons, you know, kind of, you know. <laughs> <laughs> your 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 uh your enjoyment uh will will vary. But uh <laughs> but you know, but, but people love that. People love Jessica Jones. And then, you know, you look at now we got was it Disney Plus. Ironheart has, you know, her own she's getting ready to be in the, the Black Panther sequel and yep. about to be in her own Disney Plus series. You, you got to we, we got to give the guy you know, a, a little bit of a little bit of credit here. Um, but yeah, if he's writing Batman, I'd be, I, I'll, I'll put it this way. I'd be willing to give it a chance. I would be. Willing oh yeah. Me to, too. I, I tell you what I do. I would give it, I'd give it five, maybe 10 issues before I you know, render judgment. <laughs> that's, I think that's I fair it. enough. Enough time to stretch his feet out here. I'm Robert, right. your super chats for some reason, not showing up on here, but I'm going to read it. Does, um, thank you, Robert, by the way. Uh, it says, I felt Batman Detective number five changed the way I viewed the whole mini for the better. Did you feel the same way? I absolutely was at the point with Batman Detective where I was like, how is Tom Taylor not hitting it out of the park? Like, this is kind <laughs> of boring. And then yeah. five hit and we got the backstory of Equilibrium. And I'm like, I right. love this. I love well, this. Like, yeah. it's so much better. Well, and that's why I tell people, like, I, I it's the same thing I do with TV shows. I give everything, like, a, a, an initial five, you know, episodes or, you know, yeah. issues in the case of comics. Because a lot of times, you don't really know where the story might go. Usually, by the time you hit that fifth installment, the story's going somewhere. Exactly. You know, like, or, or at least it should be by that point, if it's not already. You are invested yeah, and and a lot of my favorite television shows, I can use that you know, that that measuring stick. I can say, 
Yeah, issue five is when I was like, all right, this is the show I'm going to be watching for a while. Yep, or this exactly. is the comic I'm going to be reading for a while. And it, yeah, sometimes it takes a minute. Um, I, I, I'm trying to think of uh, a, a, another thing that, you know, off the top of my head. But yeah, the actually, I tell you what, uh, Chip Zdarsky. Uh, Chip Zdarsky's Daredevil. I wasn't yep. sure about it till I hit issue five of, of his run. And then when I did, I was like, okay, all right. I see where he's going. Let's, uh, let's stay explore this further. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's, that's kind of how I was with detective. I was like, this is a little, you know, talking headish. Yeah. It's a little mm. boring. And I'm like, oh wait, no, now I love it. I love it. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> so I'm going to wrap up. Um, we were going to talk Noctera, but you know, we got into geek talk, so that's okay. I love it anyway. So <laughs> <Yeah>. thank, <laughs> thank you everyone for stopping by. Thank you, Blurred. Make sure you guys check out his channel. It is in the description and, um, you will absolutely enjoy it. I promise you that. <laughs> so thank we will you. see you guys next time. <laughs> thank you. Did you have anything you wanted to add, Blurred? Oh, no, I'm just going to say thank you for having me on again. And, uh, yeah, y'all are awesome. <laughs> <laughs> thank, thank you see you guys later